0: Today is Wednesday, May 24th. This is the first episode of some podcasts. Uh, the time is 1718 in uh, Vietnam. We don't have to actually make it. But <laughs> this, this is the idea. Random, so. you, yeah, you, just you
1: just sit. So. just sit and talk about random stuff. So.
0: Yeah. And uh, I have a podcast idea that I've been trying to make. It's called Left of Liberal. Does that make sense to you?
1: Left of Liberal. Okay. Explain it. What do
0: you think of the name? It's good. Okay. <laughs> it's... uh. So, like, on the political spectrum, it's called... Fuck, what do they call it? You know what I'm talking about? The left-right political spectrum. Yep. And have you heard the history of this? You can enlighten me a bit. (laughs) So, it's like something in the French Revolution. They were, like, anti-monarchy or something. And they held, like, a... It's, like, anti-monarchy, pro-monarchy. Or maybe it was, like... I, I can't, I'd had to look it up, but let's not, since this is on documentation, let's not spout things off the top of our head without being well-researched uh, in the future. But the idea was they held a vote, and he asked, it was divisive, and he asked the people that were voting one way to sit on the left and the people that were voting the other way to sit on the right. Okay. So from that one vote, like, left became more progressive because they were on the left side of the room in the French parliament and the more conservative types were on the right side of the room. So then you have a line, and I I already talked about horseshoe theory. Do you remember when I talked about horseshoe theory? I don't remember. Okay, uh, we talked about horseshoe theory when we were talking to. Um, hello, my name is Wyn. By the way, to say to the internet, and uh, we're talking to Faraz today. Hey everybody,
1: I'm Faraz. And what do you like to do? I'm just going through an existential crisis right now, so. I can't actually answer that question because I don't like anything anymore. Yeah. So I'm just trying to figure things out here. And I'm when I like bitches and money. <laughs> I just said that to make Faraz laugh. But I thought you were... You were against the capitalists, man.
0: Yeah, we, we need to abolish money eventually. But bitches, top priority. Promote. We need, we need state... Uh, state funding for that
1: so what do you mean when you say bitches no of course I, this is this is a sarcastic don't don't take no, this ar- argument seriously no, i just want yeah. to
0: know like no in by by dissecting it <laughs> it's just it's just something to say like i like to party
1: oh yes yeah. thank you come on
0: it's just something to say like you know i'm i like to party or whatever but really it's a derogatory term and in in principle, I am a gender abolitionist, like <laughs> genuinely, in the future, I believe we should abolish the gender construct, so future win or like serious win does, does not use the word bitch, but as of right now no, it's we, we do, fine as we of do right it. now we do, I mean, I mean it
1: depends upon the context, I
0: live in the world, <laughs> I live in the world we live in, so it's kind of like, it's just to make you laugh, it's not anything serious, no, no, I completely get let's, it, let's rewind, we were talking about left and right, <laughs> So, the title of the podcast is supposed to be "Left Liberal, (laughs) can you hold this together? And uh, The idea is, if you're a liberal, which I'm against liberals, I do not like liberals, you should not be a liberal, but being a liberal is much better than being a Nazi or a a fascist, really. I mean, Nazis are like a specific party that is fascist, you know, like Mussolini wasn't a Nazi, but he's a fascist.
1: So you are not actually
0: against liberals.
1: Or are you against
0: liberals? Liberals need to keep going left, keep continue down left. You're, you haven't gone far enough because you can be liberal and
1: capitalist. Most liberals are capitalist. Can you come up with a new ideology and you can find a middle ground? Um,
0: well that might just be changing the names for things we already have. <laughs> so it's like words mean things and people have been writing about them for a long time. So like you can say you're a techno feudalist. But it's like, what do you mean by that? And what are your actions and what are your beliefs? And then you look and then you explain your beliefs to me and then I can just say, no, you're just a libertarian. We already have a word for that. You can call yourself whatever you want. Like Tim Pool calls himself a classical liberal. And it's like, no, you're just like a right wing dweeb. Like, it's not like he's just, you can call yourself whatever you want, but it's like, it, it can be convenient. Like nowadays, fascist is like everyone's against fascists. Like, we understand fascist is yeah. bad. So, fascist, like Donald Trump, doesn't openly call himself a fascist. But if I say Donald Trump is a fascist, I, like, I have a point. Like, there's a history to that. That word means something. And that fascist is a bad example because people use it so much, it, yeah, it, it loses it meaning. It loses meaning. And uh, so, by being left of liberal, you get into socialists, social democrats, maybe but barely you know it might be liberal going going leftwards in order it might be liberal social democrat uh and then maybe like anarchists and uh you have who else like trotskyists and then you know you have uh which and then i say i'm a communist but like what i what i really mean is marxist leninist and even maybe maoist i i just haven't read enough to know that i'm a maoist
1: i'm not sure so Let's say if you could implement, like let's say you were in charge of a country or a city or a town or whatever, what are the policies that you would like to implement? Social welfare. And how does that work? (laughs)
0: Yeah. So so right now in the system of money, like we're saying money still exists, right? Because we can't skip that step. You have to evolve out of money. You can't just turn around tomorrow and delete the system that we've been using for... 500 years or no much longer than that but uh yeah it's more popular now and uh so we can't delete money overnight so I'm the mayor of Milwaukee or something and you start by saying okay well we have a budget right are we in debt is the town in debt or do you have money do you have money to spend hopefully you have money to spend so what are you going to spend that money on are you going to invite a manufacturing company to come to town and say like, oh, we'll give you, you know, if you come to our town Mm -hmm. to employ our citizens, because employing citizens is good, because that equals, you know, money, which the the money isn't good in itself, but the money can equal quality of life in the future for them. You understand the concept, of course, I'm over explaining it intentionally Mm -hmm. um, to frame it in a certain way. But you can invite a corporation, which many towns do this in America, to your town, And then you you waive property tax, you waive certain taxes, like in order to compete with other towns. So you can do that with your budget and then like basically spend money to get uh, business to come to your town. You can spend money to like build a baseball park to come to your town. You can build out like a uh, system of alcohol taxing or something like this, Mm -hmm. like some way to make revenue. So if I had money, I would build public transportation, uh, build, you know, strengthen the water department, uh, strengthen the traffic controls and like the way the streets are to make them straight, uh, make them
1: safe and more walkable, strengthen uh, public transportation as buses as well as trains. But in order to get that money, you're still inviting the corporates to your town to set up shop. Right. Right. And they are going to exploit people. Right. And how do you to so ensure then, that there will be equal distribution of wealth among all the people. Well, so, we, yeah. we won't achieve it very quickly. Like,
0: it's, it's a process. So, you have a factory, like a building made of brick or stone or, or wood. And in this factory, people use machines to manufacture things, right? Uh, mm-hmm. they, I think they're called like widgets. Like, Marx calls them something. I'm not sure. Uh, a uh, The product. So... This physical product, making physical items, maybe it's, it's like, say it's textile, right? A textile mm-hmm. factory. Mm-hmm. The workers are there working for a wage. Mm-hmm. And they, whatever their wage is, this is called the labor of theory of value. Whatever their wage is, it's less than what the capitalist makes by employing them, right? Okay. You Like, I'll pay you a dollar an hour if I can make a dollar 20. Or whatever the diff, like it doesn't matter what the difference is. But if, if I'm paying you a dollar thirty and I'm making a dollar twenty, I'll just fire you. I'll never do that because it just doesn't work out in my incentive.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So we have a physical factory in the town that I'm mayor of, and I would encourage the workers to take control of the factory and democratically vote on what is done with the equipment. So, being the mayor. Theoretically, I have control of the police force, right? Mm-hmm. And of course, the police force can go rogue, but you can, you, when the when the capitalist, when the owner of the factory denies labor rights to strike, right? Because mm-hmm. you strike to withhold your labor, that's the power that laborers have. Like, when, when a strike happens, the leaders in charge can squash the strike by sending the police in, Mm -hmm. and shooting people that don't listen you know this happens many times you're from India (laughs) like Jesus Christ (laughs) and uh, it you can do that or you can say police stand down no and then talk to the owner of the factory and say we're just gonna run you out of town and take over like sorry so there are many things you can do it's like
1: but that would be really hard to implement wouldn't it right and what if people oh, something's really hard let's not let's give up and not try <laughs> no. and then never do anything saying like like because you need support of the people for that so you would have to garner support from everybody yeah. rich and the poor yeah and there's always a divide between rich and the poor well i think <laughs> i think it, there's like a spectrum of it and then there's also some
0: people are perceived rich Okay. Like there aren't they aren't rich, but they think they're rich. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like so you get like someone a bit like a cuck <laughs> and it's like, Well, I might own a factory one day and I wouldn't appreciate that and it and they are so deluded. Come on. They're so deluded that it's like, No, you won't ever own a factory. Like you uh Thank you. You're lucky to own your Toyota Camry, Jeff. Like, sit down. You aren't, you know. uh, And also, if Jeff with the Toyota Camry does own a factory, we should take it over for the wealth, welfare, the wealth and well being of the 1,500, you know, thousand people that work in that factory. Like, consider a steel mill like thousands of employees at a steel mill, thousands of employees at power plants, at, um, you know, many other large things, uh, manufacturing jobs.
1: So how do you ensure that everything is fair? Right? Because people might take advantage of this situation as well. They might just go against the capitalists for no reason at all like okay we have the power so we can form a union and we can demand whatever. (laughs) Right
0: so I think an important check and balance to use the constitutional phrasing is the word we that you used. We can do whatever so the problem is we is not you. You can't just wake up one day and decide uh, you know to do some terrible thing. Whatever that may be or or like you know some maybe it sounds like a good idea in your head and it turns out it's wrong that happens a lot to some people uh, at least it happens to me you thought it was a good idea then to drink that night but then you lose your phone and it turns out it wasn't a good idea but besides the point the word is we so collective action like we is not one guy we is not the strong man leader we is not Joseph Stalin like and uh, or, or any individual man, or woman. Typically it's a man, historically it is, it typically yeah. is. Or non-gender binary identifying <laughs> person, that's fine too. Um, so, the we of it all is about voting and democracy. When we get together and we have councils, right? Soviets, literally the, the word in Russian is a council. Uh, you vote, so if you have a decision that comes down I think that uh, workers should be paid out dividends from you know tied to profits I think workers should be paid dividends tied to profits of the of the industry that they are working in right and then we vote on it and then the vote in the steel mill of a thousand workers is 90, 999 yes and then one the owner no like, you've lost. But what we have now is, one, the owner, does whatever the fuck he wants, and 999 don't have shit to say about it. Yep. And you know most people would vote, yes, I, yep. I want dividends of my labor. I would like to have more control over yep. the wealth, the material wealth I'm generating. And uh, there's just, like, a lot of propaganda and a lot of pessimism, uh, which pessimism isn't the main thing, but... There are a lot of his, There's a lot of history. You know, history is what brought us to now. Otherwise, it would be something else. It wouldn't be history. Uh, and for whatever reason, the things of the past has accumulated to the situation we have now. And the situation we have now uh, leaves workers in chains. And a lot of workers don't. In from what I've seen, and I don't know this for a fact a lot, but from what I understand and my intuition tells me, a lot of workers don't understand that they could be
1: uh, more powerful. It's, so there should be some laws in place so you need to bring those laws. Yeah, like, but whose laws? How does the law work? Like, like you, there need So the laws that can empower the workers? <laughs> whose laws? How do laws work? Who writes laws? Who enforces laws? Obviously, the is the, the people, who, made, like, in the council. So, do you, do you think democracy as a system works?
0: Yeah. But we don't have it. I Dem- mean, as far as America goes, <laughs> like, there is not democracy in America. Yeah, in, in India... Democracy, in a word, mm-hmm. works, yes. Democracy works, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, what happens in America and India is not what democracy is. That's something else. It's
1: about yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Oligarchy, maybe. It's it's
1: it's not. Uh, yeah. So in India, we have all these politicians. We call them lawmakers. So they, so like, they would pass a bill. Like that, they should be a law. And all the politicians would vote for it, like in favor or against it. And most of the politicians are corrupt. So the corporates they can buy them off yeah. and the politicians they are working for the corporates same thing in my country so so how do you ensure that doesn't happen
0: right (laughs) Uh, well you would have to have many organizations and like I think everyone should be in one like it should be your civic duty to join a, a council so then the councils are in like a tiered structure where like you have towns that have town hall meetings, right? I don't know if you have this in India, but the idea of a town hall meeting is, like, you go there to talk about, um, like, the rules for signs. Like, maybe a sign can't be mm-hmm. more than 10 feet high or, or the rules for, like, a lot of the, a lot of it is, like, new construction and then, like, old retired people go there and, like, complain the town is changing and, and like, things like this. Uh and that's what a city council meeting is. So you have board members of the city council, Mm -hmm. right? That get voted on by the population in the county or in the city. Uh, And if these votes, like say we run an election on the local level Mm -hmm. to have the, the city council be elected and like that would have to be like, if everyone was in a group, it could be five people, it could be 15 people, you know, small groups. Then these groups elected another group of 5, 10, 15 people, and then those groups elected another group, then eventually you get up to the national level. So you have a tiered structure where everyone kind of like gets a vote to pick. That way, because otherwise, it's not like you would be voting on every single issue because that would be exhausting. Everyone would have to be a politician all day and uh, on a national level. But you would elect someone that you trust in your group of 10, 15, maybe even 200, you could have a group of 200 Um, so your group of 200 whether you organize it within your workplace or within your living uh, area, like your community, Mm -hmm. then they elect one person to go to the next 200 and then that person is trusted basically, like that person is, you don't vote for someone you don't want to go on that doesn't share your values, that doesn't share your beliefs and values. Uh, so you vote, you try to vote your best, and say you lose your vote, right? On the first level, the first tier of two hundred people. Mm-hmm. Pretend every council is two hundred people, just for the sake of brevity. But it could be, it could be ten, it could be whatever. Um, and then you like. You have two people, potentially, that want to run to go to the next level, and then, like, you lose, like, 55 to 45. Mm -hmm. The 55 go up, but the 45 don't, but then now the 45 have to work with the one that actually won. The 45 have to turn around and work, even though they lost the election, they have to work with it. And then also you have re-election mm. every year, every five years, every month, every day. I mean, a day would be exhausting, but it doesn't matter, it's arbitrary. Um, so long as they can be deposed in the future if they if they go against the will of the people. And, it, and then you do that every tier up and uh, then you end up with the council of 200 that's at the top of the country that are like the major players and that they like if they fuck up that they disappoint many people down the line if they fuck up Mm -hmm. so like they have to vote to not fuck up they can't just turn around and vote what burger king wants or what uh home depot wants uh you know fuck cop city uh and yeah you can't just turn around and vote for what the corporation wants because
1: you have you're accountable to millions of people underneath you so what do you think about the system like you think it would be better if there was only one party that was making all the decisions, or is it better to have thank you and opposition to keep them in check? I think parties are <laughs> inevitable, and even yeah. if you do have one party, you, you
0: technically do have. Like in China, like just what Jesus is Jesus the come on? Like what is the definition of a party? Like it doesn't matter. Like we can call it anything we want. Is it is it a bread? Is it cat? Is it a cat? Right. Remember this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> so. Words are placeholders for for meanings, and it's so long as we all agree on the meaning, then the word can be used to to, to convey an idea. So, a party, a group, a gang, a gaggle, what name some other ones. Um, you understand the concept. A tribe. A tribe, <laughs> of course. So, we use these words when you see three uh, in America. When you see three to four, maybe. Um, Black youth walking down the street, and you call them a gang, and it's it's a racist idea. But it's like, is it not a class? Like they're they're school age. Maybe they're a class walking down the street, and if I call them a class, it gives this air of uh, scholarly respect that they're the youth learning. But if you call them a gang, then it's like they're up to trouble and yeah. things like this. Uh, respect to the three black youths that walk down the street of course and we have these this idea that a party is a political party but even if you have a one-party system like the country we're in now as well as China you have factions you have and and even you have two-party system like in America you have factions you have the black caucus you have uh, the freedom caucus you have the uh, the squad is in Congress Um, And you have factions. So, humans will constantly um, organize themselves into groups in the way that is... That's basically what I'm advocating for, really. But I don't think it should be institutionalized in the way that the party system is institutionalized in America. So, it's like, by having a one-party system, technically we're having a no-party
1: system. Because it's like, you have to all be in one party. And because... If you have only one party, then they have all the power. And when somebody has all the power in the world, the power corrupts. So they're free to do whatever they want. If there's no opposition, they could just bring in any laws and enact them. So it's really, really... It's really difficult Yeah, but to keep the... that power in check. No, no, mm-hmm. no,
0: because in the one party, everyone's mm-hmm. in the same party. Yeah. So like, you know everyone doesn't agree already. Like. Everyone doesn't agree, we know this. We have yeah. opponents. So, by uh, you have to naturally organize yourself to vote in blocks, and like, that way, because the party system is a way of getting, in, at least in America, is a way of getting on the ballot. And then there are ways that the party can uh, deny people the ballot spot, the seat. Like, what happened to Bernie Sanders? It's like the party didn't want Bernie Sanders to run for president, to be the candidate for president. The American people wanted him overwhelmingly over Joe Biden. But the Democratic Party is able to use undue, unearned uh, power to jam Joe Biden into the presidential candidacy for the Democratic Party. So the party systems are uh, essentially over undemocratic they're overriding the will of the people. So, if we have one party, which is, is also kinda considered a no party system, because we are gonna do this, we're gonna, like you and I are gonna talk about, you know, we're all one vote, right? In the lowest level, we're, it's, it's, it's not super powerful, but we have something, right? So you and I are gonna get together, decide who the candidate is, and then we're gonna find two other people, and then also, talk to them and try to get convince them to join our voting block and then they're gonna and then together us four are gonna find four other people and convince them to join our bo- voting block and then you because you talk to people in your neighborhood in your workplace and then you join and you're powerful together in the same way in a union and you that becomes a party quote-unquote party so like we will, vote, we will organize ourselves into voting blocks naturally because we can't just do shit all, we can't do fuck all with just one vote on our own. So like, not only, once I've made up my mind of who I want to vote for, mm-hmm. I have to go out and convince other people to vote for them because I'm not going to get a second vote. I can't magically, I can't go out and make money and pay for more votes in this system. Um, so the party issue is like whether or not you want to institutionalize factions and what kind of powers do you grant those factions in the law the, and in the law that that runs the election, in election law. So by having one party you effectively have no parties. In, in the conventional American sense, in the contemporary American sense, you have no parties. Um, However, parties will always naturally form, like, regardless. Like, so you say China's one-party state, but you know there are guys like jockeying for certain policies that are pro-business or uh, pro-whatever, like pro-Muslim, pro-whatever, whatever the issue may be. And they team up because they cannot do it on their own. It's impossible. And could you call that a party? Sure. Call it whatever you
1: want. <laughs> okay, now I'll be a taking a break because I need to pay. Yeah, <laughs> good, good talk. <laughs> there is the-
0: this has been Left of Liberal. Special thank you to Faraz for helping me get over the initial starting of the whole thing. Hoping to make this podcast a platform for chats with interesting people that I meet as well as maybe a few monologuing rants. Please show your love and support online. Just cheer me up with fake internet points. You can find me most places under My Name is Wynn, spelled W Y N.